when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. I think we should have an intro. <laughs> Go for it. No. You want me to do an intro? I'm saying we should have two intros. Okay. Of the... That's that's what I called him, a Gleep. And then... And then... I, I, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't try to force anything, either. Like, that's no fun. So... Let me get this straight. Do you want I me to, to or do you out want? Of it. No. Okay, I'm not going to try to talk you back into it because it's I'm just more work for, the for Patreon me. Patreon to be set up. <laughs> I don't understand why I'm required to do all of the. We work. don't even have a. We don't even have the a shop yet. <laughs> what do we need a shop for? A webverse, even. I, I, Are we on the metaverse yet? No. Have you met a metaverse? I've met a metaverse. I've I've actually talked to some uh what are they even called? I don't even know. The people that do open houses. I don't I don't think real estate agents. Realtors? Realtors. That sounds more I've talked to some e-realtors in the metaverse. Builders are there. <laughs> Builders go to open houses cuz they're the ones that built the house sometimes. Do they but go to the open the houses? Pitches it. I'm talking about the person in TV shows that like bakes cookies. That's, a, that's what's called a mom. <laughs> the mom of the house. Yeah. This mom comes with a house. Pre-built. Mom included. <laughs> that's a how I met your parents. I, I hope when I buy a house it's pre-built. <laughs> you don't even have to. Yeah, you're just, you arrive at an open acreage. Here it is. And the mom is holding the cookies the there? The mom's there. At least the mom's she there. She goes, I can, I can show you around if you'd like. This is, <laughs> this is where the bathroom would go. <laughs> We're thinking about building a basement right here. Um, second floor. We don't really have access to it right now, but it'll go up there. It'll go above the first floor. <clears throat> no, <laughs> I was, you know, okay. So call me crazy, but Great, you're crazy. <laughs> thank you. I went to school for architecture and for about uh, three weeks. Um, lawn care. Yes, I got I got my degree in lawn care. Eight years. Yes. Yeah. But I went to school for architecture first before I changed my okay. my major. You're like, okay, you can't build buildings out of plants. Never mind. Right. So I got uh, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Right. And then I realized that when you get to the higher level of lawn care, it's you know theoretical lawn care. You can build a house out of plants. But yeah, I went to school for architecture for three weeks. Yeah. So I learned a lot. And the professor, like, berated me. About? Not even, like, scolded. Like, that, like, don't it was think a, like that. It was a 20-minute It was one-on-one. In front of the you. class. Yeah. It wasn't even one-on-one. It was, he literally yeah, spent I mean. the... In- it wasn't, like, a to everyone else or, like, a Oh, yeah, he was people. staring was me directly in the eyes. Yeah, correct. And uh, it, it took the entire class. It was a 50-minute class. That's a bit rough. I literally, he, he, I sat down, and he's just calling roll call. Some professors do it, some professors don't, but yeah. this professor is like, you gotta show up for my class. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm paying for this. Like, I paid $700 to be this? here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do whatever I want. But they're doing roll call. Okay, I get what you're saying. Because yeah. I see it as like, I'm paying a lot of money for this. I would be mad at myself if I didn't go to this as much as I thought yeah. I should. But there are also people... Whereas you are like, I'm paying for this. Let me show up when I need to. Exactly. Fair and that's enough. how a I lot of... I see both points. That's yeah. how a lot of professors think is, you paid for this. If you don't want to be here, then that's your prerogative. Yeah, correct. 
he, he's calling roll call, and he's like, Colton Jacobson? And I go, here, also, I got a question quick. He goes, all right, sure, whatever. Rude. Mid-roll call question? I'd be pissed. No, but he's like, oh, as long as it's, as long as it's quick. Yeah. You know. Uh, I it's said not. You I take said take up the next forty nine minutes. No, I said it's a yes. It's a yes or no question. So like, it's literally quick. Okay. And I said, if you were designing a house, could you put the second floor below the first floor? <laughs> and he <laughs> immediately drops his clipboard onto the ground. He does the, he does the key and peel. Son of a bitch! <laughs> that is A.A. Ron here. No, he drops the key, the, the keyboard. <laughs> he was holding <laughs> a keyboard. He drops the keyboard. Yeah. And he just stands there. <laughs> Did you there. say keyboard now? Yeah. That's what he was holding. <laughs> he drops the keyboard <laughs> and he just stands there staring at me for, I swear to God, a solid 90 seconds. Jesus. Like, like uncomfortable amount of time to yeah. stare at someone. And during this 90 seconds... His face is gradiating. It's a little gradient of becoming more and more red. Yeah. He's getting aroused. <clears throat> Maybe. I was, I, that's kind of what I thought at the time. Nice. I'm in. I was, <laughs> this is a good question. You go, me. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone ask a question that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You're psyching yourself up for his response. You're like, oh boy, what can it be? You're he's just, he's you're so smiling. flustered. You're grinning. You're so happy. You're so excited. Like, oh, dad's home. Kind of something like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. This is the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Oh. Like, okay, I'm in with the professor. Because of this, I know for a fact, like, I, this is like day one, right? Yeah. And Well, three weeks. Well, no, this was day one. Oh, no, you stayed <laughs> after this. Yeah, I stayed. Brutal. <laughs> I'm not going to let him dissuade me from what I want to do in life. Fair enough. So day one, this happens. And I'm like, I'm in with the professor. I, I can ask a question this good. I'm going to ace this class easy. Mm-hmm. And bonus, I probably am going to have sex with him by the end of the class. Correct. That's how college works. Based off of how his by face By the end looks. of the class. That's pretty bold. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, t- I t- I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I like it. That's I admire your confidence. So he's staring at me for 90 seconds. Yeah, you're anticipating his cool appraisal of you. Mm-hmm. As a response, you're appreciating fucking him. Or being fucked by him after class. Right. Well, it's going to go both of, ways. Tons of anticipatory, good vibe feelings yes. are in your midst of your mind. And people start murmuring. They're like, what's going on? Like, is he all right? Is he, is he turned on? Is he turned is that on? That's such a good question. <laughs> like, man, I oh should have asked that I think, question. I think he wants to fuck that kid that just asked the question. I thought that question was really stupid. <laughs> I, I guess it was good. Maybe I want to fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole, whole exactly. Class. And so this entire ninety seconds, I never broke eye contact with him. Of course, him. <laughs> obviously, like a real suitor that you are is like in this in this relationship. I am gonna be I'm gonna be dominant. Yeah, <laughs> I need to show you that I am the alpha. Correct. So he's just staring at me, and then out of nowhere, he starts screaming. <laughs> Like, okay, someone's a little overwhelmed with their feelings. Someone gets pretty into this role play thing, but I can dig it. (laughs) Right in the middle of class? Can't we wait until after? Yeah, jeez. I'm embarrassed, but I like (laughs) it. Little did I know this would go well into after class. (laughs) 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 So he's, he's screaming. He's like... 
what kind of question is that only the stupidest person on earth? Now I understand the phrase, boys are from Jupiter, to get more stupider or whatever. He doesn't even know the phrase. <laughs> he's also a boy. <laughs> exactly. And he's just screaming all these... There's unlistable amount of profanities Correct. coming out of his mouth. Half of the things he says are idioms or metaphors. <laughs> You give me an idiom. He's he's for like the class. <laughs> and like they don't even make sense in the context yeah, that he's, he's using them. He's so yeah, angry. He's, yeah. He's like, I swear to God, if it were raining cats and dogs in here, they'd all land on you. <laughs> I'm like, what are you what is going on? But yeah, he's screaming at me. Yeah. And after like twenty five minutes, I'm like, I can't tell. Maybe that was a bad question. So you ask. So, yeah. You so attempt to ask him kind of He's kind of calming down a little bit. Yeah, he's just about and, gone. And he goes, whew, all right. He kind of leans back down. He, he, he picks up his clipboard. Keyboard. And uh, he picked up, he had a clipboard next to the keyboard on keyboard the floor. still on the ground. Yeah, keyboard still on the ground. He yeah. doesn't need it anymore. Okay. He needs the clipboard. <laughs> so he picks up the clipboard. Or maybe he's just too angry. He doesn't know what he's picking up. Yeah. And I kind of I kind of raise my hand, like not even like a timid, slow raise. It's like a jolt up into yeah. the air. Pick me, pick me kind of deal. Yeah. And he uh, he kind of looks at me. He starts shaking his head. Like, he doesn't even want to hear what I have to say. And I said, uh, you didn't answer my question, though. <laughs> and he threw the clipboard at me. And he picks up the keyboard, and he starts smashing it over his own head. <laughs> and then he starts screaming at me again. <laughs> right? By this time, a lot of the kids in the class have started leaving. Yeah, you fair know? enough. I, you know, I'd like to ask them, like, hey, are you going to continue with this class? Or are you planning to drop it? Because I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship this intense, so maybe I'll drop it. Yeah, I um, need a buddy. But I don't want to be rude, you know, because I asked the professor a question, and he's answering the question yeah. in his own way. Yeah. Uh, he's not a very good teacher, apparently, because he can never answer a simple question. No. It was a yes or no question. Too emotionally driven, yeah. for my taste. Exactly. Yeah. So I never got to ask the other people if they were going to keep the class or drop it, but hmm. uh, some of them came back the next day. Which is good. You know, it's hard to recognize everyone, because it was a big class. Mm -hmm. There's like 35 people in it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I came... Uh, I came back the next day. Well, anyway, he. he well, how long did the? Yeah, he was screaming until class. until the uh, the end of class, and then he actually didn't he he didn't stop screaming at me. I stayed past a couple of minutes because I wanted to hear the answer to the question. Yeah. But then I said, "Well, hey, I uh, sorry. We can continue this tomorrow. I I have another class that I need to get to immediately after this. So, you know, I have like ten minutes, and and colleges are pretty big. College campuses are pretty big, so." Yeah. Uh, I have to go. You know, I stayed a couple minutes because it's not like I'm in an immediate hurry. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got 10 minutes to get to class. Yeah, I'll stay, I'll stay a little later in case the question were to, by chance, end three or four minutes afterwards. Right, right. Yeah. Because you're aware of the time. You know, you probably have another class or something else to do now, mm -hmm. right? So you'll you'll probably try to wrap it up. He didn't. And when I said that I was leaving, he, he very uh, angrily kind of told me to never come back okay. and, and stuff like that. Uh, to which you then return the next day. To which I said, uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. 
<laughs> and then I, I kind of he's screaming at me, no, I don't ever want to see you again. And I kind of slowly back out the door. I was like, all right, bye, whatever. And I went to my next class. I came back the next day. The second I walk in the door, he's going off. It's not even like, I don't even have time to sit down yeah. at this point. I didn't even ask him a question. I'm, I'm like, he sees you walk in. Yeah, he sees me walk in. And he immediately takes his laptop and he just chucks it across the room in anger right against a wall. It shatters. Like, there's no way that is coming back. Even if you take it to the geek squad. Ooh. Yeah. TM. TM. That is, I guess, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would would hope so. Uh, So, you know, it's like, I guess guess he's really passionate about answering my question. Mm -hmm. He's like, so excited. It's probably the only thing he could even think about all night, you know? Yeah, I came and immediately he starts trying to answer my question again. Like, no, get out of here before I call campus security, you know? Immediately, (laughs) as the terrific teacher that he is, is back to step one of yesterday of trying to answer my question. Right. By the time we got to day four, I mean, there was like four people left in the class. Nice. Even showing up and... <laughs> you know. It's funny that that didn't. The style of teaching didn't draw more people. That didn't he's a very passionate teacher. Yeah, he'd probably have sex with anyone. Yeah, like the Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams esque. Yeah, exactly. Super passionate. Everyone teacher. stand on your desk. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the movie. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I don't. I think that's a thing that happens. Maybe not. Yeah, I've seen is. the movie, but I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> but yeah, there's like four people left in the class, and I was like, I just. If it's going to take, like, I thought this was a really easy question. Yeah. So if this was actually a really complicated question. It was question, literally a yes or no question. It was literally a yes or no question. And it's taken you so far. It's taken you three class Four periods. hours <laughs> to answer. And you haven't even come close to an answer yeah. in my mind. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe, maybe. That would really calm them down. Yeah. Maybe architecture is. Not your thing. A, a little more difficult than I originally thought. Okay. Yeah. And, and I just. I guess I'm just not understanding. Like, I thought that was a really good question, but I guess it was apparently, like, one of the unsolvable math problems of, like, theoretical architecture. Hey, can I put the second floor below the first floor? Just circuits are fucking breaking. I didn't even get to ask my other question. Which was? Can I go to the bathroom? Can I put the basement above the first floor? gonna be my follow-up in the middle of class the first class even <laughs> i was gonna wait until he was after, done with roll call and then, and then raise my hand and ask him that one <laughs> i guess I, I could go back years later and and ask him and see if he uh is able to because now i have i've got you know more time i'm not taking a class so i could just go to his like office hours or whatever that way it's not Taking up the rest of his classes. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and I'll ask him Can I put the basement above the first floor? Yeah. (laughs) Because I think if vaults, if vaults work as they do in Fallout Shelter, I think that's how it works is there's floor one, floor two, floor three, floor four. Yeah. To where there is no basement really in a vault. It's always just the lowest level until you add a second, another level below that. To where you could have like a storage basement above... It'd be like a canopy for the entrance to the vault, really. But would that be, like, uh, then that would, I guess, lead me into another question of, like, is that a, a that storage basement like or an loft. attic? Yeah, yeah, an attic, yeah. So I don't, I, like, I didn't, I never got to get clarified on the 
What are you, gee? <laughs> bring that to the masses. <laughs> I never got to get clarified. What are you, gee? Yeah, thank you. No I'm butter of some sort. <laughs> on what what the definition of a basement versus an attic and and stuff like that. Like maybe think, elevation is the difference. I don't think bats uh, are too keen on living in a basement, whereas bats are pretty. Yeah, Batman goes down to get into his cave. Does he? Yeah, there's like an elevator, right? Yeah, but I thought it was off the coast. I thought it's pretty high up, like sea level wise. I thought that, you know what I mean? I think he... But it's below his house. Yeah, but he lives in a manor. Yeah. How many real bats, though, live... Bats do live in caves, but they live on the ceilings in caves, not on the bottom, the basement. But maybe it's the basement. uh, Like, if you turn the cave upside down, wouldn't the basement be on top, or is that now the ceiling? Okay, so if bats really like attics, say that's the fucking case. If you turn the house upside down, wouldn't the attic just be the basement? Don't that's bats my just question. Basements. That's my question. <sighs> you know, I'm gonna turn into your professor real soon. <laughs> You're gonna try to answer my questions? Oh god! <laughs> like he did. I just think he doesn't know uh, theoretical Later. architecture as well as he thinks he does. Yeah, I think he stumped him. Yeah, gave him a good stump. I think he was trying to talk it through. On um, you know. Like, hate. like, maybe I can figure it out if I just keep Scream. talking. Yeah. yeah. And I, I guess he just never did. He could have... Also, I would have accepted, hmm, I don't know. Good question. Or EBT. Yeah. I would have accepted EBT. <laughs> Do you have an EBT cash card? <laughs> if he said that to me. I said, yes, I accept EBT. <laughs> I don't have an answer to your question, but I do have an EBT cash card. Yeah. Oh, that, that's fine then. Yeah, if he said, I don't have an answer to your question, but I do, but do you take food stamps? <laughs> I would have said, yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> that's acceptable. I will I will withdraw my question for food stamps. Yeah, or Visa. I do not take American Express. <laughs> Visa or MasterCard is fine, but there is a, there's a, an upcharge, there's a fee. Capital One, no fee. Because it's what's in my wallet. Is that what's in your wallet? I think so. You want to know what's in my wallet? Sure. That's, Gum. That's fine. <laughs> Do people keep gum in their wallet? ABC, it's unwrapped. ABC gum. <laughs> you don't want to. You can't spit it on the street. I only like gum that doesn't have any flavor. I like gum that is almost unchewable and from someone else, <laughs> who I'd never have met. I'm so economically, not economically, environmentally conscious, and economically <laughs> conscious of your own wallet. Yeah. So you don't want to buy gum. That uh, whenever I'm chewing gum, I I don't like to spit it on the ground because I'm like, ooh, that's no if good. An, if it takes like a human a billion years to digest this, how long would it take a shrew? Or an ant. Correct. I just, yeah. And then on top of it, if you just stick it in your wallet, you just don't have to ever buy more gum. But if you don't spit out gum on the street, what do the gum fairies eat? Oh my god, I never even thought about that. Correct. But what do I gain from the gum fairies? Ah, bubbles. Bubbles. They blow bubbles. And? Aesthetics? Good vibes? I don't know. The the gum fairies give me good vibes if I feed them gum. Street gum. It has to be street gum. As they call it. Okay. I don't know. What if I tried to give them an unchewed thing of gum? Just a straight stick. Street gum is their word. (laughs) What now? If, If I just tried to hand them an unchewed stick of gum... What would happen? Would they uh, eat it? Or I think they would take it to their village. Okay. I don't think they ever chew gum in front of 
other entities that aren't gum fairies. So they would take the gum and they would survive off of that gum, but they wouldn't blow bubbles. Not, I think they would. They would still blow the bubbles. They're like, hey, thanks for the gum still. Yeah. Even if I have to go go do a little extra work to eat it. Yeah. Because if it was... Because they was... go to the city in uh, hopes that they find already been chewed gum. Yeah. To blow bubbles. So it's like kind of a buzzkill of like okay. finding gum that hasn't been chewed. Okay. To where they have to make a separate trip again. They blow bubbles out of the gum. That makes a lot of sense. I, for some reason, was thinking soap. <laughs> like they well, had, a, they had soap. Bubbles. When you see random soapy bubbles floating through the ether and whatever. Is that them looking for gum? Yeah. Okay. That's It's like their eagle vision kind of thing. Like their echolocation of yeah. gum? Really, it's a terrible echolocation because bubbles don't go very far. And they go up? And they pop. <laughs> gum is always it's down. It's really stupid. <laughs> well, they've made it work, I guess. They're evolving slowly. <laughs> but they're gonna get there. Really, they're just kind of parasitically leeching off of the humans now. Would you be able to walk me through, like, what a a gum fairy civilization looks like? It's, uh... Is there, like, a bunch of them? Or is it just one? Are they, like, independent? It's, or? It, it would be like the Hobbitses, but for gum fairies. Okay, so it's, it's like Hobbiton Square during Bilbo's birthday party. Yeah. Gandalf comes in and fireworks are... <laughs> fucking... Yeah. It's <laughs> wild. But the problem is, is they... They live under morel mushrooms, so nobody really okay. can find them. How are they? They must be really small then. They're very small. Okay. Yeah. So, One thing I've already been chewed gum lasts like a millennia. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know where they came from though, because gum has only been around. Mastic gum, the thing that the Greeks chew, yeah, has been around for a very long time, and I think when the Greeks were so prominent. The gum fairies were able to build up such a large reserve of gum that it's lasted them from back then through like the dark ages and shit like that to now. When there was no gum. Gum is so commercialized. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point in history, maybe that explains like the during the Greeks is when there was like a boom in population. Mm -hmm. Whereas before that, I'm sure there was a way... For them to sort of go through a process of creating their own gum, it just took a lot more time and effort. Yeah, they would grind down a morel mushroom. Oh, into gum. They their house. They grind yeah. down their house. Well, they would live under them. It would be like their Simpson movie dome. Okay. But usually there's more than one, so they would grind yeah. down one of them, turn it into gum, and then move under another one. Like let's push the town over there. Instead kind of, of just, they could have just grinded down. The other one and then just stayed there? Really, sometimes they do do that. But also sometimes the one they're currently living under, they're like, hey, this one would be better. Let's do this one. And then we just have to move like a centimeter. Oh. Like, ah, oh, sure. I mean, a centimeter to a gum fairy is probably a big trek. Well, they can fly. Still. Uh, Birds yeah. still take... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they can't fly forever. Birds? Yeah. Yeah, they can. Can they? Yeah, what do you think metabolic water is? <laughs> bird juice <laughs> that's that's how uh cranes and stuff can fly like twenty five thousand miles without having to stop good information or some stupid amount because your body will convert some shit into water where they can keep going yeah but they dumb still... fairies do that okay that that explains everything they have they store glycogen in their liver if they really the only thing they ever eat is gum so if they can't find gum their liver glycogen, instead of being converted into ATP and energy, is converted into gum. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
So they've really got a lot of different ways to make gum. They're pretty resilient. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So wh- hence the name. Weird that they have ever relied on humans for gum. Well, now they they're ultimate opportunists, if you will. Okay. Of like, okay, we remember when the Greeks were around and we didn't hoard as much mastic gum as we could have. Oh, they're so they're kind of like, okay. They're like we missed an opportunity. Yeah, they remember, and we don't want that to happen again. Yeah, they were, it's like why the Mormon church is hoarding money and they can't say why. The gum fairies are hoarding gum and but they But they will, know why. They'll be very open about why. Okay. Yeah. But it's like some old traditional group preparing for a dark age yeah like the mormon church storing money gum fairies storing gum that makes sense yeah so how I think long that's there's also a moral conundrum that they have of not wanting to take gum that humans haven't chewed because they can still utilize already been chewed gum whereas that's less valuable as opposed to an unchewed stick of gum to a human okay. where they don't want to be assholes and take a good fresh they do have thing. a moral compass yeah being pot <laughs> that's where the term comes from <laughs> What, uh, what, how long do gum fairies live for, do you know? Uh, they've never, there's, only are killed by external objects. They don't die from old age. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why the traditional story from the Greeks has been able to be transferred so well throughout time. Because there's just a bunch of gum fairies from back then. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it really sounds like me putting gum in my wallet instead of putting it on the ground isn't really hurting the gum fairies but it isn't helping them as much as it could be either it sounds like they're gonna live a lot longer than me no matter what i do you know it's gonna be funny in like however many million years the sun's gonna get really close to the earth somebody's gonna blow a giant bubble that's gonna pop back pop the sun back yeah like an air hockey thing There's a giant burst of air that's going to just physically push the sun backward. Of gum. <laughs> What's air going to do in a vacuum? Well, the, uh, Dumbass. What do you think is in the bubble? Air, but it's trapped <laughs> in gum. And then it pops. It's shielded. Yeah, so that's they keep blowing it and they'll physically push the sun away. Oh, the bubble's going to actually move the sun. I thought the yeah. bubble was going to pop and then push no, the sun. No. Okay, I'm stupid. This is why I got rid of my arch- architecture degree. I was just like, I couldn't understand anything, it's okay. you know? Good to know I'm better at explaining things than your professor was. Yeah. Nice. No, I, I completely understand gum fairies. Yeah, now. I can, I can, I have like a. <laughs> Uh, sixth grade or sixth grade, six year old me version of like the layout of the solar system. Yeah. And I can see Earth and then there's just a giant <laughs> gum thing that pushes the sun back. And then they're able to capitalize on that for however long. Again, really, they're running the world. Yeah. So, like I said, it, it kind of sounds like what I do is irrelevant. They're going to, I mean, they've probably, you said one piece of gum survives them a thousand years millennia yeah so i mean however many they could probably just go around new york collecting gum for two days is is they need enough gum to build a bubble big enough to amass a celestial body's worth of gum to push the sun back gotcha and that's a lot of gum but that's a million years from now or so. But they have, I, I, they're still undecided as a race on whether or not they want to save Mercury and Venus. Oh, they're constantly debating that? Yeah, they think they're not sure what the celestial effect of letting the sun devour the two closest planets to the sun would be to where they think they might have to do it sooner rather than later. 
But yes, it is. It is still in a million year scale. Okay, but I mean, I guess a million years to them probably is not that much. It's like right? a weekend. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these gum fairies live forever unless they're killed. Correct. They have pretty pretty great power. It seems like. Yeah. Which How they use for kind of just. Neutral things. How are they scaled? They're not scaled. They're when fairies. it comes to... <laughs> Go on. The astral You think seals. I said gum lizards? No. Oh. How are they in power level comparison to an astral seal? Astral seals never inhabit our reality. Right, I understand that, but an astral, astral seal, seal... I would say is more powerful. Okay, because yeah. they can't be... They don't they die of old age. Dimensions. They can only be killed, and if you kill them, it restarts the universe. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. An astral seal is the ultimate being. But gum fairies are pretty powerful they're, for they're like level of... They're like god level, kind of. Yeah. In a correct. sense. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Is that going to pod sneeze? I didn't. That's okay. It's No, go ahead, do it. I, I can't, I can't. Do it. <laughs> You will, and you'll like it. <laughs> you will pod sneeze. You owe it to the listeners to pod sneeze. Now this is pod sneezing. <laughs> Welcome back to another pod sneeze. You're <laughs> just going to be a some type of bonus episode you, you, where it's just us sneezing. I think from now on we need to just kind of live our lives as normal. But anytime you think you're about to sneeze, you need to pull out your phone and open up the voice recording app and sneeze you know, into your phone. That's easy for you to say, Mr. However Many Hertz phone. 120. I, I've got to have like 15. <laughs> it would take me about 15 solid seconds for me to open Just that hold up. the sneeze. You want to time me? Yeah. Okay, see, I get the... Okay. I'll just count. Uh, one Minnesota, two Minnesota, three Minnesota, four Minnesota, five Minnesota, six Minnesota, seven Minnesota, eight Minnesota, nine Minnesota. Done. Nine Minnesotas. And it recorded a second after I hit the second. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I, I tested this out. And, you know, the stereotypical one Mississippi, two Mississippi, because it takes, like, the rest of the second to say Mississippi. Yeah. If you take any of the states that are four syllables long... Could you give me an example? Minnesota, California. I... Even, even Massachusetts works. Okay. Where if you say one Massachusetts, two Massachusetts, three Massachusetts, it's, it's, the, it's a second. I timed it one for every one of these. Two four syllable, three four syllable. That would probably work too. <laughs> One four syllable, two four syllable. That's what I'll start doing from now. <laughs> it's way funnier. <laughs> That's pretty good. So if you ever need to count in second increments, you, you use the nomenclature four syllable instead of Mississippi. Yeah. But yeah, any any state, any word with four syllables. Comatose, even. It's because you you say it in that uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Four syllable. <laughs> you say it in that way. That where pan- it takes, Yeah, it takes the full amount of time to say it. How many I am's is it? Four. Sam I am. That was the worst one. <laughs> Fuck you, Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare should have done more with Sam I am. 
<laughs> Samiambic pentameter. <laughs> you ever write anything in Samiambic pentameter? <laughs> it's just where you rhyme a bunch of fucking words like a retard and make up anything that you can't think of. Give me an example. One spluce, th- three spluce, none spluce, me spluce. You. You got completely lost and couldn't think of words after your second word. You didn't even make it to a rhyme. I spluce. <laughs> spluce threw me off. I'm like, how do you spell this? There's a lot of there's a lot of equations going into my head. The whole, the You're whole, way better at it. The, too. Whole, the whole main point. I'm not. You have way more practice in this than I do. <laughs> You're supposed to go through the first. I line. was excited about my new word. <laughs> spluce. S p l o o s. Define, please. Um, There's no e at the end of spluce. Why would there be? I was just questioning. I was just wondering. I don't know, Define man. Define spluce. Define spluce. It's uh. Give me an antonym. It's the. It'd be the tentacles of a squid. Are a, all it eight is tentacles? an antonym of a spluce. Oh, okay. And the top, the spluce is the triangular part of a squid. You think the triangular part of a squid is below its eyes? The opposite eyes. of the tentacles. Yes. <laughs> Just because it's on the opposite end. A physical juxtaposition. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a, that's what the antonym of a spluce is. I think that's just their head. No, but specifically the triangle part where the ink is stored. This is the spluce. Is that where the ink is stored? Yeah. Not in the ink sack? No. It's in the balls, which are in the triangle part. <laughs> Try to keep up. Okay. Ink is stored in the, the balls. squid's spluce, which, is, is, which contains their balls. Ink is stored in the squid's balls, which, which is inside. sheathed okay. in the spluce. So, it's like the scrotum for squids. Okay. This makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, it should. That's it's true. That's why if you're ever in a battle with a squid... You grab on his triangle balls. Or his spluce. You grab on his spluce. Because that's what's where the balls are sheathed. Not only will it hurt, but if you do it wrong, it will give them sexual pleasure. Yeah. So really, it's, it's, it's potentially a win-win. No matter what, they're going to stop killing you. Yeah, either they're going to love it or hate it. <laughs> Those are the two options, yes. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to do this thing to you. Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. No, I'm going to be neutral. Okay, if you're such a Sam I don't even care. If you're such a fucking expert in Samiambic pentameter, give me a round round one off. Round off a Samiambic pentameter? Yeah. One spluce, two spluce, <laughs> red spluce, blue spluce. I just thought of that myself. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You couldn't even do it. It's so easy. Mm. I'm so cool. I'm so spluce. It's also an adjective. I battled a moose and I couldn't find his spluce. <laughs> so I had no choice but to let him loose. Two of those, three of those are words. That's right. That's right. Th- three of those were words. <laughs> of the, the nouns. Three of those were actually... Persons, places, or things. Or ideas. Or capital... Yeah. Was it idea? They say it's person, place, thing, or, or idea. animal? Remember that? Person, place, thing, or animal? Was that a thing? Yes. I could have... Sw- and everybody's like, aren't animals things? And aren't ideas things? I... That, that was my question is, it's person, place, thing, or idea. What is an idea? <laughs> right? 
It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's so all-encompassing. Really, we just need things. What is a noun? It's a thing. Just <laughs> yeah. a person in a place is also a thing. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing these bullshit little yeah. shortcuts to simplify understand Simplify this nouns. for the, the first graders. Yeah. What is a noun? It's a thing. It's the lowest common denominator of what you could put there. A thing would be it. If we have to do this in math, why don't we have to do this in English? What is a verb? It's a thing you do. Or is done to you. Or it's a linking thing. Or it's a linking thing. <laughs> Not a linking log. What is a pronoun? What is a pronoun? That is a word that replaces a noun. A word that replaces a noun. Could you give me an example? I. You. Me. He. So she. What, how would that be in thing term? It's a word that replaces a thing. There we go. Let's go through all the grammar rules. Okay. And simplify them. So I just did... Um, or forms adjective, pronoun, what, and... Tell me what an adverb is, then. It's your turn. Uh, I don't know what an adverb is. Okay. It's You're going to be very good at this. It's a just word that describes a verb. Could you give me an example? Silently. It, it's a word that alters a verb. So, and a verb is a... So I ran or I silently ran. I peed... Or I quickly pee. It's a describing thing? Yeah. It describes a thing. It changes what the verb is it modif- portraying. Yeah, it yeah. modifies a thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, it modifies an action. Or a linking An thing. adjective is the, the noun one. Okay. Like a yellow bus. Yeah. Grammar parts? Gerund. Is that what it be? Is that the actual? Yeah, it's... Gerund. Gerund is a form of a verb that ends in ing that is used as a noun. <laughs> There's so many parts of English grammar. And then you have, you know, direct object, indirect object. You know English only has nine parts of speech? Is that true? According to EnglishClub.com. Tell me what EnglishClub.com has to say. Verb, okay. noun, mm-hmm. adjective, determiner, mm-hmm. limits or determines a noun. I have two dogs and some rabbits. Adverb, pronoun, preposition. What about prepositional phrase? Conjunction, interjection. That's it. There's only nine. If we go to preposition. And then we have to describe what an interrogative sentence is. Is that a thing? Yeah. Interrogative, imperative, implicit. How do you know all this? How, we, ta- we were taught this in school. Yeah, but why did you listen? Isn't that what school is for? No, it's thinking of really cool ideas to do when you get home. I did that also. No. <laughs> I just skipped the learning part. Going straight to the pod part. <laughs> it finally makes sense to me why I do everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm too busy learning. Yeah. No hugging, no learning. You're too busy learning what uh, you should have in third grade. Yeah. Dude, I just found out what an adverb is. I'm texting you this tomorrow. <laughs> Look at this one. <laughs> Look at this Look adverb. at this cool punctuation. Did you know adverbs were a thing? Look at the three dots thing. It's called an ellipses. <laughs> Where was this in high school? <laughs> they just made a new one. <laughs> How do you do an upside down ellipses? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> this is a vertical ellipses. <laughs> vertical ellipses is... Uh... Oh, I'm drawing a blank on those. Like the vertical ellipses, the three it's dots. It's like a semicolon, but and then, taller. And then there's like the three lines where if you like click on it, it opens up a, like a list on a website. Oh, yeah. Right? Those have names too. It's like... Uh, really? Yeah. The three lines I think is called like a sandwich bar. Did they exist bar. 
between or before the internet. Yeah. Oh. I think it's called like a sandwich bar and like a uh, like a shish kebab bar or something like that. Huh. There's actual names for them. What about full stop? Full stop is a period. Oh. <laughs> if you're if you're from England. Oh, brackets slash m dash. What is an m dash? An M dash is twice as long in size as a hyphen. It can be used instead of a comma or a parenthesis or a colon. So, um, irony punctuation. So, an M dash is when you are saying something and it's like a complete break, like you're completely breaking from the sentence to like explain what you just said or whatever. Oh. You use the dashes. It's kind of like putting a parenthesis right in the middle of a sentence. Huh. English is confusing. Not really. <laughs> What's really dumb about this is none of this is really talked about. Nobody talks goes to 26 types of punctuation marks in high school. <laughs> You've never been looking at a keyboard and been like, oh, I wonder what that one's used for. And then looked it up. I have. Somebody uses home row. Rude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to mention that you're the worst typer I've ever. You type like a 70-year-old woman. <laughs> I'm in between my grandmother and anyone else for typing speed. <laughs> we can do an on-air typing test or texting speed test. Texting speed, you're significantly faster than if you were actually typing. Which is scary. Do you know what your words per minute is? 15? I think it's, it was 18 last time. <laughs> it's like 18 to 21. You're an infant. <laughs> the average words per minute is, I think... 40 to 50? There's no fucking way. It's I, 40 to 50. I think it is. People are cheating. I just want to take a typing test on my phone to see what I'm... Typing like 120 words per minute isn't uncommon. Wrong. <laughs> what do you mean Maybe wrong? if you're not a Twitch streamer. Maybe if you are a Twitch streamer. <laughs> or just in general. Wrong. Not wrong. That's like two words a minute. Yeah. A second. <laughs> that's, that's not that hard. Wrong. Maybe if you're spamming A... To be clear, I can't do 120 words per minute, you but can't. it is not uncommon. You can't or you just don't? I can't. Oh. I think I top out at about 80, which is like, f- fine. It's nothing to brag about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is good. This is really good. <laughs> this is a good pod. Okay. With my broken, shitty Motorola keyboard, which I'm way slower at. That one was 20. So yeah, I definitely text. 20 is by far. I would be proud of 20 if I got home and did a <laughs> typing test. We can do one on one of your laptops. Not right now. Uh, wrong? Dudes are going <laughs> to love this. The listeners more like. <laughs> <laughs> Average typing speed. Yeah, just really rub it in. Around 40 words what per minute. What the fuck? <laughs> How? I don't even know 40 words. <laughs> People can think that many in a minute? That's pretty rude. You're not thinking I of it. You're stupid. typing what's on the screen. What's that? Oh, no. I thought you're just supposed to think of all the words you know and then type them. If you want to be very productive, you should aim for a typing speed of 65 to 70 words per minute. It's easy with the right technique. <laughs> don't i get pissed at work and everybody's fucking my boss is like oh this is easy i can do it there's no reason you can't so yeah but you're also a professional and i've been doing this for 15 years longer than me 
not even. 30? This is easy. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you mean you don't know what you, one thirty-second plus one-eighth minus one-sixteenth plus a third is? It is easy. Uh, I'm going to go show you where a unique weapon is in, like, every Fallout game. That's where I succeed. Is that. And you succeed in this. We are the same person. You are just, just as good. <laughs> I can just... show you how to really min-max your run on Fallout 3 if you want. But I have no fucking idea how you do that. It's easy, though. Gorsh. Gorsh. <laughs> You'd probably play Fallout 3 and you would die immediately yeah. in the vault still. <laughs> you'd get killed Amada. by the tunnel you'd snakes. You'd killed by Amada. <laughs> Can't fucking aggro on you. You'd probably die from the dog. <laughs> Who is your teammate? Yeah, you punch, like, Fox enough to where a friendly companion aggros on you. You're dead. <laughs> oh, it's easy. That helps. That just makes me feel so much worse about the fact that I'm terrible at it. To defend your boss, it is easy, though. Apparently. What he's talking about. Yeah. What was he talking about? Laying tape. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah the... laying tape is pretty easy. No, you'd think, you'd think that, I, I, I don't know, I get caught up in my head too much. We're like, it's just, it's just perfect. Just with one, see, I did it with one hand. It's like, cool, I can't do it with two. <laughs> this does help. I do feel better now. Cool. Do you see how shaky I am as a person? Yeah. I don't, Yeah. <laughs> How's your autoimmune disease going? <laughs> you are good at small movements. Tell me more how your brain works. <laughs> you cocksucker. Oh, it's easy. I think, I think you should... Cheesy. <laughs> I think you should get... Could you put that soundbite there for the viewers? And yeah. not just me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I can even pull it up quick. Okay. I mean, you don't have and to. And then I have a, a, an animal that I'm choking, and it's has a name tag, and it says it. <laughs> Good one. Thanks. I'm really... We're pro-animal abuse on this podcast. Only bad animals. <laughs> so all of them... Patrick, don't do that! Okay, so now that's just gonna play twice. Good. Good. <laughs> That's two times the viewership. You think I won't? I bet you will. You left in that silence I said in the bonus episode that I'm like, oh, you're going to have to cut this out. And you're like, "Mm, Yeah, don't test me. (laughs) Do not test me. What am I? Jimmy Neutron? Johnny Bravo? Johnny, which one's the? Johnny Test. The one with the hot sisters. (laughs) Johnny Bravo is a a siblingless alpha male. Okay. I'm just going through how to differentiate between the two. Johnny Test is Johnny Bravo with but a dog. Shorter? Yeah, and there was a dog. Yeah. What about Kick Patowski? I have never seen Kick Patowski. You've brought him up to me more than I have to you. And you have the audacity, TM, to say that you haven't seen Kick Patowski. First of all, I appreciate the TM on audacity. Thanks. <laughs> so this podcast is brought to you by our newest sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, no, I have never seen Kick Patowski. I've really? seen ads for it. Huh. Like back in the day when it was on TV? When it was on Disney XD. Oh, no. Walk <laughs> the prank? Yeah, walk the prank. Should we talk about... Should we talk the prank? Should we talk the prank about walk the prank? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, we should. Walk the prank. Because I'm a 23-year-old dude. Are you? I think the... My mind immediately went to one of the... Walk the... Oh, Walk the Prank is a play on Walk the Plank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 
Okay, she's 20 now. This isn't the person. <gasps> Uncle Phil! Wasn't that his name? I think it was a different name. Uncle Phil is the guy from <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fuck! <laughs> what was this guy's name? Uncle Will! The black <laughs> uncle who is in every plan- prank and plank. And he's not anyone's uncle? No. None <laughs> of the kids- I guess one of the kids is sometimes black. But Uncle Will would also show up when there's three white kids. Yeah. Or two white kids and a dominican ass. They could have just girl. called him Will, right? Yeah. He's our groundskeeper. Which, the thing that bothers me is that that show out of any show ever- should have been okay to be like, okay, we're just going to call you your names. But no, it's so yeah. fake. Literally, that nobody th- needs to know. All of their characters have fake names. Well, why does Kids You Know would do that a lot of the time? Where the, in the sketches, they would be like Trevor and fucking Sam and yeah. Darren. and Yeah. Because there's no reason to... Like, I get it for like a, a fictional TV show. But that is non-fictional just pranks. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason you can't just be credited as yourself. Yeah, and then the fucking person that gets pranked goes up to you at the end of the fucking thing. And it's like, ooh, Gertrude, you were really funny. And it's like, it's Danica, bitch. <laughs> or whatever. Like, why wouldn't they just use your real name? It, it honestly makes it seem more fake. Like, these pranks are not real, right? The problem is with Walk the Prank, is whatever succeeded that Trevor Moore wrote on, and I'm not sure if Trevor Moore wrote on Walk the Prank, but he did walk, write on the, the one after Walk the Prank. Yeah. Where there was, like, more audience interaction. It was an improv show. Yeah, but the... I'm just gonna rip the band-aid off right away. The... What, what Walk the Prank is, I guess, before we get into this, it's... How old do you think they would be? 10 to 13-ish age yeah. children? 9 to 13, maybe? Something around there. There's a little coy in the house looking black kid. Uh, a very gangly ginger kid. A normal looking little uh, kid with black hair. Yeah. And then a half black, half Jewish, maybe? Because she has very curly hair. Mm-hmm. Like mixed race check. Yeah. They're super cool. And the kids weren't the problem. I don't think. The problem... And they would perform pranks like the kids uh, were actually pretty good yeah, at the pranks no. they were very good at it like the writers would write hey do fucking do this the kids would be able to pull it off they'd fuck with babysitters the babysitter ones were the best and they'd do like science fair-esque stuff and be like hey could you help out on this and then have like a robot go mad and it would just start bumping into shit <laughs> just the the nail in the coffin of the whole show for it really succeeding and taking off one it's a children's show two Every time, two's the major one, they would reveal that it's a prank. They would do it way too soon. They would jump the gun. Every goddamn time, something gets really good. Like, the best, one of the, my favorites, big fan of Aliens, as the viewers know, listeners. The tactile listeners, our Braille audience, now on we, CD-ROM. We are releasing a Braille copy of every episode going forward. Yeah. <laughs> But the blind what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> For the blind I've, I've listeners. This. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for them to re- read an episode. They don't know what the descriptions say. <laughs> Why are we releasing the full episode? We have, I don't know. You wanted to do it. <laughs> it seems like it would be better would be off that we just... Re- braille descriptions? Or just read the description? Or just like... 
released the book. We could just release a, the book, a, a the movie? text copy of every episode. Well, we could just put a transcript in every episode. Yeah. And then it wouldn't and matter. A text-to-speech thing. Because we should through. be appealing to the deaf audience, not the bl- not blind audience. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with being blind. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> Continue with what you were the saying. The best one, as a big, big fan of Aliens like the whole premise that anybody is stupid enough to believe this the babysitter i think there was multiple alien related babysitter ones i, I think, think there so. was two or three maybe more that weren't put on youtube but they would have a babysitter come over and uh some after about i think 40 i don't know how long they waited in the show but in my mind in real life they waited about 20 to 30 minutes and then some fucking thing hits a shed in the backyard and it's like a meteor and the power goes out and holy shit and they convince them that there's aliens. And then they have little people in Alien, which is the other kids, in alien outfits. And they they run out and they scatter, like, in the horizon level of your eye through the lawn. And you're like, fuck, what was that? <laughs> and it just blitzes across your view. That was the perfect thing. And every time they get close to, like, oh, shit, let's see how far this can go. They'd be like, you're on Walk the Prank. Fuck off! Just to clarify how early they uh, do it every single time. And this is with every prank. It's the joke equivalent of being like, Hey, hey, you got something on your face. Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where they, it's almost as if they don't have enough. The reason why the alien ones I think were my favorite is because there's actual build up to that. Yeah. Of they're able to recognize, okay, something's on the shed. To where like there's more to the prank than just observing that something's on the shed. To where they can't say it then, and then they get them to, hey, let's, the kids are like, hey, hey, you bitch, let's go outside. See, let's check out those aliens. <laughs> she's like wandering in the lawn with a flashlight or whatever, her phone, flashlight, what have you. Yeah, it, it, it there's some there's suspenseful buildup in the person being pranked. Correct. Which is the point of a prank. The pig boy one, where somebody's dressed as like a man pig. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Pigsy from Manhunt. Manhunt, a game everyone's played. For our Gen X late millennial listeners. If you haven't played Manhunt, it's a it's a good game, but the controls are a little rough. Controls are terrible. Manhunt Remastered? Better. 2023, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Coming I, I want to go through and finish Manhunt. I've never finished it because the controls are janky, but it is a yeah. good game. In Manhunt, the last boss, or the second to last boss, was some serial killer in a pig skin. And then... What me and Colden is basically like the manhunt episode of Walk the Prank. They convince this one of the kids is like, "Hey, can you read me bedtime stories? I know I'm 13, but like, I'm totally not trying to get in your pants. Just come read to me in my bed while I move my hands around out of the blankets." Like, okay, whatever. She falls for it. What story do you want me to read? It's just Playboy magazines. <laughs> How about this one? <laughs> and they can you read these articles from page fourteen of Playboy? These fold-out articles. <laughs> and, uh, I like being read the synopsis of Veronica Mars episodes. Yeah, could you just tell tell me the stats of her her Boston hips? <laughs> Here's a Victoria's Secret magazine. Can you just tell me the different bra sizes yeah. that are available? Tell me which one you want the and most the description. that's in my price range. <laughs> it's like, this one is lace and it is a uh, C cup. You're like, are you a C cup? Oh, Do you wow, like lace? That's, that's pretty big, unless... <laughs> What size are you so I can have a comparison yeah. of what 
what that is because I I like them as I like them your size. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating, <laughs> just panicking. <laughs> so but while he's seducing <laughs> the babysitter, the other child is under the bed dressed as a pig. Yeah, and I there's other rambunctious shit that happens that then prompts the babysitter to look under the bed because the kid's like, shit, I can't get hard if there's something in the room. <laughs> That's not us. You gotta check under the bed. And there's like distant pig squealing and stuff like that. And she checks under the bed. And this kid's like, whee! Whatever the fuck. And she's like, holy fuck, it's a pig! And then she, like a third of the way through saying that, the seductress playboy kid's like, Yeah, Bob the Bank! <laughs> so he gropes her? Jesus, I guess that's loud there. She's reading. But when I do it. She's reading the Victoria's Secret magazine, and there's a, there's a kid dressed as a pig under the bed, and the kid on the bed is like rubbing his over his pants. Yeah. He doesn't know, he's 13. Yeah. And uh, he's like, What size are you? She goes, She's a very willing participant. She goes, "Oh, I'm I'm a become." And he goes, "You just walked the prey." <laughs> the kid under the bed is like, "What's what happening?" And the, the babysitter's like, "What'd you say?" And the kid's like, "Never mind." <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. He's, it's like he's under so his breath, like, "God damn it, I was too early." He's just sweating everywhere. He's so he's just completely lost. <laughs> They're so enamored with lust that their sense of time goes out the window. It's like not even close. You just walked the break. She goes, what does that mean? I thought you were going to say, like, the kid's talking about the babysitter's tits. And then the the pig tries to climb out from under the bed, but his cock gets caught in, like, the springs of the bed. Because he's hard. So like that fucks with the timing of everything. He's, he's listening to the magazine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sounded like a twelve-year-old had an orgasm. Is there, is there a, a human pig, man, under your bed? A boy pig? <laughs> she knows. This is a very. Oh uh, no. <laughs> this is a very common babysitting scenario. Yeah. They only ever use her. <laughs> they tried they like nine <laughs> times to pull this prank off. They use her every she's time. She's so hot. To where they keep trying to get. They failed the first time, and then they keep thinking the same scenario will work again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to be fair, to walk the prank when we were watching the show, it is a show meant for kids. We were probably nineteen or twenty. Yeah. So it's not really a show meant for us. Maybe it'd work better for kids, but like. It's Step just, it up. It's a Disney show. Fuck you. You have enough money to not be bad. Victoria's Secret magazine's just like, I don't really care, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to say it. I don't know. I say get the worst things you can find in public libraries. But could you read for me this reference book of uh, for the Book of Mormon? What? <laughs> it's like fucking 800 pages. <laughs> Please, my dad really loves it. Can you read to me uh, chapter 9 of Fifty Shades Darker? Where, where would you, if I were to put, just c- c- hear me out, crazy hypothetical, if I were to put a play dungeon in my room, where would you, what corner would you want it in? <laughs> if you were gonna be my girl, like that song. <laughs> just, just hypothetically. 
And um, there wasn't a pig boy involved ever. <laughs> hypothetically handcuffs or no handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, you just walked the prank. <laughs> okay, not hypothetically. I'm literally gonna fucking entrap you in this play dungeon. <laughs> Where would you hope? It would be. But I want to make it comfortable for yeah, you. You just walked it, the prank. I have to make it. you think like you chose to do this. You just walked the prank. What? Why do you keep saying <laughs> that? Nothing. It's nervous. At tip. the end of every sentence. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his email signature, but for statements in real life. You have you have the people that are standing like on the other side of the door. The door to the room is closed. They're standing on the other side of the door ready to walk in and be like, hey, you just walked the prank. Because yeah. it's like the whole cast or whatever does yeah. it. Uncle Will. And he's about to pop in, and he's like, so, like, I'm not gonna feed you for multiple days, and no one's gonna know where you are. You just walked the prank. <laughs> and they're like, every time he says it, they're like, what is, is he? Is that it? What is he, what is he talking? This has nothing to do with what we were trying to do. We just want the pig kid to jump Yeah. Where's pig kid? He's stuck under the bed with an erection. His <laughs> <laughs> God's gone in the, the springs. Again, no. They're like, okay, but we gotta, we gotta stop this because we can't. Why does he keep making the babysitter read to him? We can't air this. Where did he right? get a Fifty Shades Darker? We can't air this. And the director goes, we're gonna, we're just gonna see where this leads. Do you remember? Were you still in school in ninth grade? At uh, I was in school in ninth grade. Yeah. Did you? Who did you have for an English teacher in ninth grade? I don't know. Same as everyone else. Okay. Because our English teacher in ninth grade tried to make us watch Kid Town. Do you remember that? No. That very short-lived show where kids would live in like a village together. No. And then it was it was like that book, Lord of the Flies or whatever, kind of ask of like kids okay. would do their own thing. But it, We watched Hunger Games in ninth grade. We also did. Oh. But there, this, I guess, it must have just been a day-to-day thing. If you go to Kid Town. Yeah. It's a Kid Nation. 2007 reality show, one season. 40 kids, ages 8 to 15, spend 40 days without parents in Bonanza City, New Mexico, a ghost town. New Mexico? My bad. I think it's a New Mexico, which would be a spicy kind of coal. I did watch that. Yeah. It's like a Grapes of Wrath. Is that a better... Isn't Lord of the Flies the one where they're on that island together? Yeah. Okay. It's like a classic book. <laughs> it's like a It's like a classic book, man. It's like To Kill a Mockingbird. A, <laughs> a ghost town where they try and create a community. They cook their own meals, haul their own water, clean their own outhouses. It's like even, Survivor. And even run businesses. Four peer leaders are elected who pass laws and set bedtimes. Jesus. No one is voted out at the town out at the town meeting that closes each episode, but any kid who has had enough can simply raise their hands and leave. And like, okay, one of the kids is hot now, <laughs> but like Kid Nation hot. Like, not she's not actually famous. Of like, her one credit is she was in Kid Nation. But it, it obviously went as badly as it would, you know, as you would think it would. Yeah, didn't they cancel it partial part of the way through? They canceled it May fourteenth, two thousand eight. Like, they didn't even finish the first season? I think so. In 2020, the series generated a renewed interest with mixed reviews as many YouTube members. YouTube members independently reviewed, discussed, and commented on each of the 13 original episodes. It's a cult TV series. In addition, many former members of the show gave interviews and commentary in their time of their own during the time. All 13 episodes have been available for full viewing at no charge since 2013. Huh. No way. But I think... Tons of people, not tons, but like a, ton, a couple of chicks got pregnant. There's a bunch of health concerns. It was not, it was not good. Like maybe that's why parents are supposed to be around. <laughs> maybe this is why adults exist. See also Boys and Girls Alone, a British show that attracted similar controversy. 
<laughs> There's four episodes in this one. Uh oh. Controversy. Oh, they didn't make it very far. The series attracted considerable press attention over allegations of child abuse and cruelty. As a result, the UK ordered a review of the child employment laws. I thought that's what they care about? Of like, hey, kids are fucking and stuff and like beating the shit out of each other. Should we do something? It's like, really, are they allowed to work? That's your concern? <laughs> Fuck the government. <laughs> Get them out of here. Parents were required to sign a 22-page waiver that disavowed any responsibility on CBS or production for harm from any medical care given to the children. Yeah, they would have to do that, yeah. That makes sense. And parents are too hungry for any amount of money or fame. Yeah, like the John Ryan's toy reviews. There we go. Yeah. Is Honey Boo Boo all right? I think she's still alive. I think Honey Boo Boo is alive. I think Honey Boo Boo's mom died. That'd be cool. That'd be very predictable. I know someone died from Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo is 16 and has an older boyfriend that's 20. Classic. That's illegal, I think, but okay. Should be. But he knows what he's doing. There's (laughs) a lot of money there. Maybe not anymore. Mama June loses custody of Honey Boo Boo to the sister. The sister now has custody of Honey Boo Boo and the mom lost custody of her. Oh. Mama June has to pay Pumpkin $800 per month in child support for two years until Alana Honey Boo Boo Thompson turns 18. $800 a month. Jesus. I think that's pretty normal payment. It's always way too high. It's like you have to pay 80% of your salary every month. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's like I can't afford I have to pay rent. I don't think Mama June does anything. No, probably, probably just, not. Yeah. She had a $2,500 a day meth addiction. It's a lot of money. It's like my monthly income in math a day. I, <laughs> there's no way that figure is right. Our habit was $2,500 a day, if not more. Jesus Christ. You'd think that would kill somebody, right? You'd hope it should. Because, like, the average... If God is good, The average meth addict can't smoke that much meth in a day. Because they don't have that much money. But it was split between two. Yeah, but when you're a celebrity... And you're white trash. Right, but I'm then, saying, like, you see how bad oh, normal yeah, meth normal addicts meth get. Normal amounts get, yeah, 2,500, you think that. And that's, like, them smoking, like, amount. an ounce or a teenth, right? Yeah, you, you, I get what you're saying, of, like, that is such an elevated level of meth compared to the normative amount of meth. Yeah. That it should kill you, but apparently not. If only. We could only be so lucky. <laughs> Honey boo boo. America's just abortion of, I guess, excrement on the world. If America was a person. Yeah. <laughs> it would be honey boo boo. Yeah. It would be Mama June. Honey boo boo is just, none of it's her fault. She's just a kid. Fair. Mama June. There you go. More like honey poo poo. Okay. All right. Grab Mom, the book. More like Mama June no. poop. No, no, no. Ma- mama. No, grab the book. Mama, I want to be a cockfighter, Mama. Chicken George. Official I podcast mascot. <laughs> from Roots? Yes, Chicken George is the best character from Roots. It's a pretty good character. Yeah. I was going to say I can't wait until next month when she's Mama July, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you hit I, my TV. I didn't think that. I'm so glad that didn't actually bounce further. You know how expensive Why did that, that TV at is? At all. Fucking Motorola. <laughs> God. Did you save that cool page of bad jokes? Yeah. I'm not seeing I'm seeing it. I don't think this is it. That is it. Upon my word. Okay. Any day now. A professor of ancient history took a long, disapproving look at his newborn son and told the doctor, We'll name him Theophilus. (laughs) 
Okay. Why was your name like that upon the poor tyke? Someone asked, with sense? Asked the doctor. Because, said the professor, he's Theophilus looking baby. He's Theophilus looking baby I've ever seen. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does it work? Because, said the professor, he is Theophilus looking. No, it, uh, maybe the contraction fucked with it? It did. Maybe I'm saying it wrong? Theophila. Uh. Theophilophius? The. I. I don't know. It's, um. Theophilus. Theophilus. A professor of ancient history took a long disproving look at his newborn son and told the doctor, we'll name him Thephilus. Why wish a name like that on a poor tyke? Asked the doctor. Because, said the professor, he's the vilest looking baby I ever saw. Okay, that's... <laughs> God, the joke sucks. It's better when I read it wrong. <laughs> In a Minnesota state legislator debate, on the merits of front or rear license plates, the senator argued that the rear license plate was more helpful to pursuing police and clinched his point after. Clinched his point with. After all, most pinches are made from the rear. <laughs> that sounds like Minnesota. <laughs> Classic. When, uh, when noisy chess kibitzers <laughs> were thrown out of the hotel lobby, where the contest was being held, the management explained, they're just pulling our chestnuts out of the foyer. That's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. No! It's because it's... Life um, of the fire? It's... Maybe? You, you pronounce it foyer. That's how we pronounce it. Yeah. But it can also be pronounced foyer. foyer. Okay. Yeah. I have to be, I'm not Jewish enough. <laughs> so we have to, to put that. Throw, pull the chestnuts out of the foyer. <laughs> <laughs> When a woman explained coyly, I like that word. Not like it's a coil. No, it's C O Y L Y. Okay. We're on the same page. When a woman explained coyly that she had 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 her female dog adjusted, her friend remarked, "Why don't you just call a spade a spade?" <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. Bad joke. That's the title of the section. Cave woman. Oh, we're still going? Okay. To mate. <laughs> to mate. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Slay something. <laughs> These are the best jokes in the entire book. On the door of a Chicago photographer's studio destroyed by fire. Good night, sweet prince. That's pretty good. Hardworking editor warned an underling. Not another murmur about your indigestion. I've got enough of my own without worrying about anybody's ulcers. <laughs> There's one more. Okay. There's a lot more. I just want to get this one out of the way. An article in This Week magazine described the dress an Indian... Uh, an Indian Maharani... Uh, I gotta give it to my the adult in the room. <laughs> uh, where are we? The Indian one, dumbass. Left side. 
like three from the bottom or from the top? Three from the top. When a woman explained coyly. No. <laughs> okay. Um. It's the the one with the Indian. It's a bit wordy. A well-known comedian. <laughs> no. Then there was a. It's not on here. It's on the. Did you flip the page? No, it's on there. You said the coyly oh. one. When noisy chess kibitzers no, were... No, not the kibitzers. When a woman explained... Co- An article in This Week magazine... Finally! It's not on here. An article in This Week magazine described the dress of an Indian Maharani as a sarong instead of a sari. The copy chief, who allowed the error to slip past him, wrote to the editor, All I can say is I'm sorry I was so wrong. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's not on here. You're gonna be the wrong book. (laughs) What'd you do with the real joke book? (laughs) I want a 670-page book of puns. Okay. But of antiquated puns also. I will, I will write you a 670-page book Jesus. of antiquated puns. And I still won't edit. Great. You can't edit one episode while I'm doing this. I'm trying to learn how to type. This is going to take me 10 years. I don't even know what a <laughs> mouse pad is. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you have another 10-year venture of chasing Lawrence. All right. <laughs> That's it. We're done. We're done.